Hello and welcome to Revitalize. Perspire, inspire, expire. Revitalize is daily encouragement for modern Christian women, sponsored by Teaching Mums Limited, an executive coaching company for mums by mums. Visit teachingmums.com today. Each mum, reach mum, teach mum. to revitalize perspire inspire expire now for those of you who are listening for the first time today revitalize was set up as a way to encourage modern christian women um, each week each day as part of their daily walk with the lord and building the faith of women across the world My name is Lulu Lincoln and I am your host. So today's episode is going to be about spiritual warfare. Now, as always, I'll be using my Everyday Life Bible, um, the Amplified Translation featuring notes and commentary by Joyce Meyer. I'd love to lead you in a prayer of salvation and then we will begin our conversation about spiritual warfare what it is and how to deal with it so if you haven't already given your life to the lord jesus christ repeat each line after me lord jesus thank you for giving your life for me and forgiving me of my sins so i can have a personal relationship with you I am sincerely sorry for the mistakes I've made and I know I need you to help me live right. Your word says in Romans 10 verse 9 if you acknowledge and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord recognising his power, authority and majesty as God and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead you will be saved I believe you are the son of God and I confess you as my saviour and lord take me just as I am and work in my heart making me the person you want me to be I want to live for you, Jesus. And I'm so grateful to you for giving me a fresh start in my new life with you today. I love you, Jesus. Amen. Now, if you just prayed that prayer along with me, welcome to the family and well done for making such a bold step. Your old life is officially over and your new life begins today. May you be filled with the Holy Spirit and stand on the power of God's word that will surely carry you through everything under the sun. Amen.
before we begin our topic on spiritual warfare, I'd love to pray with you and thank you so much for joining me and for continuing on this journey with me as I continue to build my life and the faith of my family and people listening. It's wonderful to have you here. Let's pray. Father, we come to you because we love you. There is no God like you. In fact, you are the only God. Holy Spirit, I ask you to do what you always do. Fill me, reveal the truth through me, help me to accurately share what you've placed on my heart and most of all lead me that your daughters and their loved ones and their families listening would be blessed and encouraged by you and would walk in truthfulness because of you. Make me invisible father and make yourself seen in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. So today's topic ladies is spiritual warfare So when we started Revitalise, I was working through um, a sequence of topics and because of the pandemic, I took a a short break in terms of what I was sharing to pray for people, encourage them and really give them some hope through the word of God and faith in Jesus Christ on getting through this current season. And um, this pandemic could represent the spiritual state of many of us you know, and um, using the words to build your life is by far the best thing that you can do. So today we'll be looking at spiritual warfare. Now, I won't assume that everybody listening knows what some of these terms mean. I certainly did not know what spiritual warfare was until I became a Christian, which you all know is um, almost 20 years ago now and even though it was the hardest decision I could ever make it was still the best and I hold on to my faith dearly in that it's my most prized possession and um, like the bible says it's really really about um, treasuring it like like a, a priceless pearl like um, the love of your life, like treasure, and that's what my faith means to me. And I don't want to um, cajole you into believing what I believe, but what I do want is for you to build a faith that can um, stand in all climates. And part of building your faith is... um, understanding what spiritual warfare is and spiritual warfare is another way of um, saying spiritual battle so it's an unseen battle that takes place in the dimension of the unseen so for example you may go to a, um, a boxing match and you will see two people fighting man against man um, woman against woman boxing you can actually see them fighting that's a physical realm. But when we go into prayer, you may see forces fighting. You may feel the pull of love against greed or hate against peace or torment against joy. Um, now, we can't physically see them fighting. But for every Christian person, there is a spiritual battle going on. There are things happening 
that are much larger than we can understand. Now, I don't um, claim to be the final authority on this and and also I'm not the only voice on this topic. But what I will do is I'll give you a list of scriptures. Um, we will look at them together and then in your own time, read through, do some research But another way of saying spiritual warfare is just saying um, you could just call it a battle or a fight. Um, And the idea is for the enemy in spiritual warfare is to completely consume you so that you can be oppressed by his lies and therefore pull away from God. But God's desire for you in spiritual warfare is that you would be an overcomer. And there's so many scriptures about us overcoming by the blood of the lamb, the word of our testimony, our weapons of warfare are not carnal. There's all of this language in the Bible and that is designed to build our faith up so that when we go into prayer and we are attacked, um, assaulted by unseen forces like fear and panic and, and trauma and torment and anxiety, when we are attacked by all of those things, What God desires for us is to rise up in faith using the word of God as a tool, as a weapon, as a sword to defeat the darkness and the lies of the enemy. Because let me tell you something, when Jesus Christ died on the cross, he defeated all evil for all time. But whilst we are still in our mortal bodies, we are actually soldiers and we have a war to fight each day, not a physical boxing match, but a war in prayer on our knees, protecting our families in prayer, protecting our spouses, our children, our parents, grandparents, great grandparents, our pastors, leaders, friends. That's how we go into battle. We don't have to go into battle fighting people in a physical sense. We go into battle in prayer and in worship in song and in dancing with the word of God. So that was just my precursor to what we're going to share now. I'll give you the scriptures first and then we'll go um, to the references and I'll read them to you and talk you through them. So the first scripture is Old Testament, Deuteronomy 28 verse 7. That's Deuteronomy 28 verse 7. And then Psalm 35 verse 1 to 3. That's Psalm 35, verse 1 to 3. And then in the New Testament, the verses and scriptures are Romans 7, verses 23 to 25. Romans 8, verse 38. 2 Corinthians 10, verses 3 and 4. Ephesians 6, verse 11. 1 Timothy 6, verse 12. 1 Peter 5, verse 8. Now, what I'll say to you is that in my opinion, we see a lot of physical warfare in the Old Testament. The likes of King David and King Saul. Many people and many men and women of God went into physical war. But in the New Testament, we see much more spiritual warfare, dealing with demons and oppression and spirits and death. These are the things that are going on in the Word of God. And I think it's so poignant because if we read the Bible from cover to cover... The Lord himself is teaching us how to deal with warfare effectively in a way that brings us victory and brings him glory. Amen. Okay, so let's look at these scriptures. Deuteronomy 28 verse 7. Deuteronomy is in the Old Testament. It is... Here we go. I have my Bible open in front of me. 
numbers numbers okay after the book of numbers deuteronomy 20 8 verse 7 okay The Lord will cause the enemies who rise up against you to be defeated before you. They will come out against you one way, but flee before you seven ways. Now, um, Deuteronomy 28 is famous for two things. What happens when you're obedient and what happens when you're disobedient? And the Lord causing your enemies to be defeated and flee before you seven ways is a blessing of obedience. So part of spiritual warfare is you need an enemy, okay? And we do have an enemy. The devil is our enemy. He hates God and he hates the people of God and he hates the things of God. So we will forever be um, an enemy to Satan because of the fall. And the Lord said that he would put enmity, which is strife and tension, and hostility between us and the enemy that is a byproduct of the fall but what the lord himself says is that he'll cause our enemies who rise up against us against us to be defeated they will come out one way but they will flee before us seven ways now let me say something to you um when i think of the enemy i don't just think of satan i'm thinking of um death depression fear anxiety um debt there could be many, many enemies. The enemy can disguise himself in many forms. Um, hateful anger that leads to violence or abuse or assault. But the Lord himself said that he will cause the enemies who rise up against us to be defeated. So that's the first scripture. The second one is Psalm 35. Psalm 35. Verse 23 to 25. Verse 23 to 25. Wake yourself up and arise to my right and to my cause, my God and my Lord. Judge me, O Lord, my God, according to your righteousness and justice. And do not let them rejoice over me. Do not let them say in their heart, aha, that is what we wanted. Do not let them say we have swallowed him up and destroyed him. So again, David is talking about his enemies. Now in David's um, time um, and era, they were there were physical enemies. He was hated by the previous king. Um, he was hated by many who were envious of him. For me, it feels like most of David's life was spent on the run because he was not the, the king the people chose. He was the king that God chose. So he was hated from quite a young age. His brothers were envious of him. Um, king Saul was very envious of him. And David called out to God constantly and consistently for help. And he's actually saying to God, don't let people triumph over me. Don't let the people who desire my downfall to rise up above me and um, rejoice at my pain. 
So I told you that in the Old Testament, we do see a lot of physical enemies, but that word enemy could be anything that is um, hmm, breeding hostility in your life, causing fear or anxiety or distress or stress. Okay, let's go to the New Testament, Romans 7, Romans 7. verse 23 to 25 Romans 7 verse 23 to 25 but I see a different law and a rule of action in members of my body in its appetites and desires waging war against the law of my mind and subduing me and making me a prisoner of the law of sin which is within my members wretched and miserable man or woman that I am who will rescue me and set me free from this body of death this corrupt mortal existence thanks be to God for my deliverance through Jesus Christ our Lord so then on the one hand I myself with my mind serve the law of God but on the other with my flesh my human nature my worldliness my sinful capacity I serve the law of sin so what Paul is saying in the letter to the Romans is that he really desires to do what God wants like all of us like me like you but there are two laws working within our body the law in our body that that seeks to um, serve and obey God because we've been delivered by by Christ and there's another law operating in us which are sinful and ungodly desires that seek to serve self and therefore by default disobey God and break God's heart and this is the war that we're going to be talking about today now remember I said to you the Old Testament we're looking at physical war But in the New Testament, we're also looking at the spiritual warfare going on in our bodies, in our minds, our godly desire, fighting against our ungodly desire and things around us that cause fear and anxiety and shame in us. Let's keep looking at the scripture and then I will summarize what I believe the Lord is saying and give you some encouragement on what to do when you are assaulted spiritually spiritually. and how to use the word to help you. So we're looking at Romans again. Romans 8, verse 38. Romans 8, verse 38. For I am convinced and continue to be convinced beyond any doubt that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present and threatening, nor things to come, nor powers. So there's nothing that can separate us from God's love, not in the spiritual realm, not in the physical realm. Just a few more verses. 2 Corinthians 10, verse 3 and 4. 2 Corinthians 10, verse 3 and 4. For though we walk in the flesh as mortal men, we are not carrying on our spiritual warfare according to the flesh and using the weapons of man 
the weapons of our warfare, according to the word here, are not physical weapons of flesh and blood. Our weapons are divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses. Hmm. Ephesians 6, verse 11. Put on the full armour of God, for his precepts are like the splendid armour of a heavily armed soldier, so that you may be able to successfully stand up against all the schemes and strategies and deceits of the devil. 1 Timothy 6, verse 12. 1 Timothy 6, verse 12. Fight the good fight of faith. In the conflict with evil, take hold of the eternal life to which you were called and for which you made the good confession of faith in the presence of many witnesses. And the last but not least, the scripture is 1 Peter 5. 1 Peter 5 verse 8 Be sober, well balanced, self-disciplined, be alert and cautious at all times. That enemy of yours, the devil, prowls around, prowls around like a roaring lion, fiercely hungry, seeking whom he may devour. Now let's just take a short pause and I will come back to you with the wonderful things the Lord has shared with me about you today. Okay, so we just looked at the scripture verses on exactly what spiritual warfare is. And we spoke briefly that the Old Testament really, really details, quite graphic details about um, men and women going into war, how they prepared, and then contrasting that with the New Testament on how spiritual warfare is really exactly that it's an unseen battle that we have to prepare for daily now i have a few tips for you based on scripture on what the lord really expects of us now first of all in order to prepare for spiritual warfare there's a couple of things that we really really need to understand so the first thing is we need to understand who our enemy is okay so the first tip is know your enemy sometimes we can be in battle with the wrong entity with the wrong person we may be fighting with our spouse children extended family colleagues the government um, employers fighting against the law because of injustice 
but our real enemy is actually the devil and if you can keep that in mind it doesn't necessarily make life easier but what it does do is to help us to prepare I wouldn't go to a football match dressed to play basketball because I know that the game I'm going to is football so number one is know your enemy number two is prepare in advance prepare in advance now when I say prepare in advance I'm not asking you to look for new enemies all I'm saying is be prepared for battle and there are three ways which you can prepare the first thing of course I would say to repent and I'll be very honest with you a lot of the battles I'm facing now or have faced is the direct fruit of problems that I've caused myself so I've had to repent of um, poor relationship choices I made in the past and I don't necessarily mean romantic I also mean platonic there are friends that we have that we ought not to have um, connections business partners things that we started that have brought great distress and confusion into our lives so I would say repent and just ask the Lord to um, renew your mind and give you fresh wisdom on how to go into battle so repent um And I would say that really doubles up as praying. But when you've repented and you're praying, and um, how do I put this? Praying is a conversation. So if I'm in a conversation with a human being and I'm saying, look, I'm really sorry about the choices that I made and I really want to be able to move forward, I'm still in the conversation with them. But my next question would be, how can I make this better? And this is how I want you to be able to converse with the Lord. You've asked God to forgive you for your mistakes, but you're not going to dwell on your defeats or failings, okay? You're now going to ask the Lord to show you what to do to make it better. Father, how can I manage my finances better? Father, how can I prepare for marriage? How can I um, be a better wife if you're already married? How can I be a better mum? If you're a mum, you're asking God for wisdom. So you repent and you pray. And the Bible also says in Ephesians, you know, put on your armour. Now, the armour of God is quite specific. It's um, a helmet of salvation, which you have. um, Shield of faith. The double-edged sword, which is the word. And the girdle of truth, which is the word. The breastplate of righteousness, which you haven't earned, has been given to you. And then shoes of the gospel of peace. Now, I didn't share that scripture, but all I'm saying is as, you, as you've as you repented and you've prayed, you are putting on this armour. It's not physical armour, but if you're going into war, if you're fighting for the army, you would have army gear. If you're going out to dinner, you'd wear makeup, girls, wouldn't you? You'd, you'd dress up, you're prepared for the occasion. And it's the same way for spiritual warfare. When you prepare in advance, you're putting on your armour. So what what I do now is um, when I am doing my um, daily uh, ritual, my facial, um, etc. That's the time that I pray and I say, Father, I know I'm going into war. And I don't want to be unwise as to who my enemy is. My enemy is not my husband. My enemy is not my, my children, my family members. My enemy is the devil. I'm fully aware of that. And... I've been into war unprepared and it's completely destroyed me and the people that I love and I do not want to go into war again unless I am prepared. So know your enemy, prepare, prepare in advance, pray out loud. (laughs) Now this may seem like an obvious one 
that when you're praying out loud, what you're actually saying is, I'm choosing faith over fear. I'm choosing God's yes over my no. I'm choosing to believe what God says about me in his word instead of what fear and anxiety and depression tell me that I am. I'm choosing to believe that I'm rich and confident and strong because the Lord has given me long life. He's made me the head and not the tail. Pray out loud. It doesn't mean shouting, but the declaration of your faith and the confession of your mouth, that's your testimony. That is your testimony. Now I say these things, these are not the only things you can do, but they are a way to begin taking that step towards freedom because spiritual warfare, you are going to get back what belongs to you. What have you lost? Your mind, your your wealth? Has your marriage broken down because you thought your enemy was your spouse and the enemy was Satan? Let me tell you something. The devil hates children, marriages, peace, unity, happy homes, joy. Anything pertaining to godliness is on the enemy's hit list to destroy and remove from your life. Now I'm saying this as somebody who's experienced great emotional, financial, mental torment for many, 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 many years. And the only way I was able to get through these storms, oh my goodness, is through prayer. Of course I have people encouraging me. Of course I have people praying for me. But if you wake up in the middle of the night and you cannot sleep and you have nightmares or night terrors from some childhood trauma or some attack or some devastation or disappointment that you cannot shake off, who will you call on? The Lord himself will deliver you. And sometimes you can't prepare in advance. And let me tell you something. If you call on the Lord right now to deliver you, the word has told us that he will, what? Scatter them in seven ways. So I strongly urge you, maybe there's no spiritual warfare that you can observe now. But as long as you declare yourself as a Christian, there will always be an enemy prowling, seeking to destroy you. I don't mean to be morbid. All I'm asking you to do is to know who your enemy is, prepare in advance, (laughs) and pray out loud. Now, you can't do any of those things without the word of God. So my final point is, read the word. Read the word. Listen to the word. Sing the word. Play the word as you sleep. Listen to worship music. Turn your home upside down, listening to scriptures. Now, I've only given you five. But there are so many verses. The Bible is peppered with verses on spiritual warfare. And I hope that with these four tips, knowing your enemy, preparing in advance through repentance, pray and putting on the armour of God, praying out loud as you and I do when we meet, reading the word. These things will build you up, strengthen your faith and help you to take a step in the right direction. Now remember, I'm just a mouthpiece for God and I just want to share his splendour and majesty with you so that you can grow. I have not yet arrived because, my goodness, we have faced some battles in these past few years. But the Lord has not failed us and these things work. The word works, prayer works, prayer works.
repentance works forgiveness works praying out loud works I know who my enemy is but I'm not afraid not anymore so my encouragement to you girls is to take hold of the word and declare it as you have been ordained and predestined to declare the word of the Lord and God will not fail you let's pray Father I'm humbled by the mercy you've shown me to set me free that I may in turn set women free you have delivered me from all manner of assault and torment in my life so far and I want to thank you but I ask you for grace to continue grace to succeed and extended grace to the women listening that they would also succeed in spiritual warfare now there are so many other things to talk about but I believe father that as you've shared this simple wisdom with me that as we begin to use those things these women shall indeed prosper help us father not to give into the law of sin not to give into our fleshly and ungodly desires but to put on the whole armor of god to be aware of this prowling enemy to be sober well balanced self-disciplined alert and cautious at all times that we would continue to live in the victory that you obtained at the cross. My God and my friend, if I knew all those years ago what I know now, there's so many things I could have avoided, but for your glory, it's been revealed to me today that many can be healed. Thank you, Father. I love you. I love you. I love you. Bless your women indeed, today and always, in Jesus' name. Amen. That's all, ladies. Have a fantastic day. Go and tell somebody what the Lord did for you today. Bye-bye. Okay, so we just looked at the scripture verses on exactly what spiritual warfare is. And we spoke briefly that the Old Testament really, really details, quite graphic details about um, men and women going into war, how they prepared, and then contrasting that with the New Testament on how spiritual warfare is really exactly that it's an unseen battle that we have to prepare for daily now i have a few tips for you based on scripture on what the lord really expects of us now first of all in order to prepare for spiritual warfare there's a couple of things that we really really need to understand so the first thing is we need to understand who our enemy is okay so the first tip is know your enemy sometimes we can be in battle with the wrong 
entity with the wrong person we may be fighting with our spouse children extended family colleagues the government um, employers fighting against the law because of injustice but our real enemy is actually the devil and if you can keep that in mind it doesn't necessarily make life easier but what it does do is to help us to prepare I wouldn't go to a football match dressed to play basketball because I know that the game I'm going to is football. So number one is know your enemy. Number two is prepare in advance. Prepare in advance. Now, when I say prepare in advance, I'm not asking you to look for new enemies. All I'm saying is be prepared for battle. And there are three ways which you can prepare. The first thing, of course, I would say to repent. And I'll be very honest with you. A lot of the battles I'm facing now, or have faced, is the direct fruit of problems that I've caused myself. So I've had to repent of um, poor relationship choices I made in the past. And I don't necessarily mean romantic. I also mean platonic. There are friends that we have that we ought not to have. Um, connections, business partners, things that we started that have brought great distress and confusion into our lives so I would say repent and just ask the Lord to um, renew your mind and give you fresh wisdom on how to go into battle so repent um, and I would say that really doubles up as praying but when you've repented and you're praying and um, how do I put this praying is a conversation so if I'm in a conversation with a human being and I'm saying look I'm really sorry about the choices that I made and I really want to be able to move forward. I'm still in the conversation with them, but my next question would be, how can I make this better? And this is how I want you to be able to converse with the Lord. You've asked God to forgive you for your mistakes, but you're not going to dwell on your defeats or failings, okay? You're now gonna ask the Lord to show you what to do to make it better. Father, how can I manage my finances better? Father, how can I prepare for marriage? How can I... Um, be a better wife if you're already married how can I be a better mum if you're a mum you're asking God for wisdom so you repent and you pray and the bible also says in Ephesians you know put on your armor now the armor of God is quite specific it's um, a helmet of salvation which you have um, shield of faith the double-edged sword which is the word and the girdle of truth which is the word the breastplate of righteousness, which you haven't earned, has been given to you, and then shoes of the gospel of peace. Now, I didn't share that scripture, but all I'm saying is, as, you, as you've as you repented and you've prayed, you are putting on this armour. It's not physical armour, but if you're going into war, if you're fighting for the army, you would have army gear. If you're going out to dinner, you'd wear makeup, girls, wouldn't you? You'd, you'd dress up, you're prepared for the occasion, and it's the same way for spiritual warfare, when you prepare in advance, you're putting on your armour. So what what I do now is um, when I am doing my um, daily uh, ritual, my facial, um, etc. That's the time that I pray and I say, Father, I know I'm going into war. And I don't want to be unwise as to who my enemy is. My enemy is not my husband. My enemy is not my, my children, my family members. My enemy is the devil. I'm fully aware of that. And... I've been into war unprepared and it's completely destroyed me and the people that I love and I do not want to go into war again unless I am prepared. 
So know your enemy, prepare, prepare in advance. Pray out loud. <laughs> now this may seem like an obvious one, but when you're praying out loud, what you're actually saying is, I'm choosing faith over fear. I'm choosing God's yes over my no. I'm choosing to believe what God says about me in his word instead of what fear and anxiety and depression tell me that I am. I'm choosing to believe that I'm rich and confident and strong because the Lord has given me long life. He's made me the head and not the tail. Pray out loud. It doesn't mean shouting, but the declaration of your faith and the confession of your mouth, that's your testimony. That is your testimony. Now I say these things, these are not the only things you can do, but they are a way to begin taking that step towards freedom because spiritual warfare, you are going to get back what belongs to you. What have you lost? Your mind, your your wealth? Has your marriage broken down because you thought your enemy was your spouse and the enemy was Satan? Let me tell you something. The devil hates children, marriages, peace, unity, happy homes, joy. Anything pertaining to godliness is on the enemy's hit list to destroy and remove from your life. Now I'm saying this as somebody who's experienced great emotional, financial, mental torment for many, 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 many years. And the only way I was able to get through these storms, oh my goodness, is through prayer. Of course I have people encouraging me. Of course I have people praying for me. But if you wake up in the middle of the night and you cannot sleep and you have nightmares or night terrors from some childhood trauma or some attack or some devastation or disappointment that you cannot shake off, who will you call on? The Lord himself will deliver you. And sometimes you can't prepare in advance. And let me tell you something. If you call on the Lord right now to deliver you, the word has told us that he will, what? Scatter them in seven ways. So I strongly urge you, maybe there's no spiritual warfare that you can observe now. But as long as you declare yourself as a Christian, there will always be an enemy prowling seeking to destroy you I don't mean to be morbid all I'm asking you to do is to know who your enemy is prepare in advance and pray out loud now you can't do any of those things without the word of God so my final point is read the word read the word listen to the word sing the word play the word as you sleep Listen to worship music. Turn your home upside down, listening to scriptures. Now, I've only given you five, but there are so many verses. The Bible is peppered with verses on spiritual warfare. And I hope that with these four tips, knowing your enemy, preparing in advance through repentance, pray and putting on the armour of God, praying out loud as you and I do when we meet, reading the word, These things will build you up, strengthen your faith and help you to take a step in the right direction. Now remember, I'm just a mouthpiece for God and I just want to share his splendour and majesty with you so that you can grow. I have not yet arrived. 
because my goodness we have faced some battles in these past few years but the Lord has not failed us and these things work the word works prayer works repentance works forgiveness works praying out loud works I know who my enemy is but I'm not afraid not anymore so my encouragement to you girls is to take hold of the word and declare it as you have been ordained and predestined to declare the word of the Lord and God will not fail you let's pray Father I'm humbled by the mercy you've shown me to set me free that I may in turn set women free you have delivered me from all manner of assault and torment in my life so far and I want to thank you but I ask you for grace to continue grace to succeed and extended grace to the women listening that they would also succeed in spiritual warfare now there are so many other things to talk about But I believe, Father, that as you've shared this simple wisdom with me, that as we begin to use those things, these women shall indeed prosper. Help us, Father, not to give into the law of sin, not to give into our fleshly and ungodly desires, but to put on the whole armour of God, to be aware of this prowling enemy, to be sober, well-balanced, self-disciplined, alert and cautious at all times, that we would continue to live in the victory that you obtained at the cross. My God and my friend, if I knew all those years ago what I know now, there's so many things I could have avoided, but for your glory, it's been revealed to me today that many can be healed. Thank you, Father. I love you. I love you. I love you. Bless your women indeed, today and always, in Jesus' name. Amen. That's all, ladies. Have a fantastic day. Go and tell somebody what the Lord did for you today. Bye-bye. Okay, so we just looked at the scripture verses on exactly what spiritual warfare is. And we spoke briefly that the Old Testament really, really details, quite graphic details about um, men and women going into war, how they prepared, and then contrasting that with the New Testament on how spiritual warfare is really exactly that it's an unseen battle that we have to prepare for daily now i have a few tips for you based on scripture on what the lord really expects of us now first of all in order to prepare for spiritual warfare there's a couple of things that we really really need to understand 
So the first thing is we need to understand who our enemy is. Okay, so the first tip is know your enemy. Sometimes we can be in battle with the wrong entity, with the wrong person. We may be fighting with our spouse, children, extended family, colleagues, the government, um, employers, fighting against the law because of injustice. But our real enemy is actually the devil. And if you can keep that in mind, it doesn't necessarily make life easier. But what it does do is to help us to prepare. I wouldn't go to a football match dressed to play basketball because I know that the game I'm going to is football. So number one is know your enemy. Number two is prepare in advance. Prepare in advance. Now, when I say prepare in advance, I'm not asking you to look for new enemies. All I'm saying is be prepared for battle. And there are three ways which you can prepare. The first thing, of course, I would say to repent. And I'll be very honest with you. A lot of the battles I'm facing now or have faced is the direct fruit of problems that I've caused myself. So I've had to repent of um, poor relationship choices I made in the past. And I don't necessarily mean romantic. I also mean platonic. There are friends that we have that we ought not to have. Um, connections, business partners, things that we started that have brought great distress and confusion into our lives. So I would say repent and just ask the Lord to um, renew your mind and give you fresh wisdom on how to go into battle. So repent um, and I would say that really doubles up as praying. But when you've repented and you're praying and um, how do I put this? Praying is a conversation. So if I'm in a conversation with a human being and I'm saying, look, I'm really sorry about the choices that I made and I really want to be able to move forward. I'm still in the conversation with them, but my next question would be, how can I make this better? And this is how I want you to be able to converse with the Lord. You've asked God to forgive you for your mistakes, but you're not going to dwell on your defeats or failings, okay? You're now going to ask the Lord to show you what to do to make it better. Father, how can I manage my finances better? Father, how can I prepare for marriage? How can I... um, be a better wife if you're already married how can I be a better mum if you're a mum you're asking God for wisdom so you repent and you pray and the bible also says in Ephesians you know put on your armor now the armor of God is quite specific it's um, a helmet of salvation which you have um, shield of faith the double-edged sword which is the word and the girdle of truth which is the word the breastplate of righteousness, which you haven't earned, has been given to you, and then shoes of the gospel of peace. Now, I didn't share that scripture, but all I'm saying is, as, you, as you've as you repented and you've prayed, you are putting on this armour. It's not physical armour, but if you're going into war, if you're fighting for the army, you would have army gear. If you're going out to dinner, you'd wear makeup, girls, wouldn't you? You'd, you'd dress up, you're prepared for the occasion, and it's the same way for spiritual warfare. When you prepare in advance, you're putting on your armour. So what what I do now is um, when I am doing my um, daily uh, ritual, my facial, um, etc. That's the time that I pray and I say, Father, I know I'm going into war. And I don't want to be unwise as to who my enemy is. My enemy is not my husband. My enemy 
is not my my children, my family members. My enemy is the devil. I'm fully aware of that. And I've been into war unprepared and it's completely destroyed me and the people that I love. And I do not want to go into war again unless I am prepared. So know your enemy, prepare, prepare in advance. Pray out loud. (laughs) Now this may seem like an obvious one, but when you're praying out loud, what you're actually saying is, I'm choosing faith over fear. I'm choosing God's yes over my no. I'm choosing to believe what God says about me in his word instead of what fear and anxiety and depression tell me that I am. I'm choosing to believe that I'm rich and confident and strong because the Lord has given me long life. He's made me the head and not the tail. Pray out loud. It doesn't mean shouting, but the declaration of your faith and the confession of your mouth, that's your testimony. That is your testimony. Now I say these things, these are not the only things you can do, but they are a way to begin taking that step towards freedom because spiritual warfare, you are going to get back what belongs to you. What have you lost? Your mind, your your wealth? Has your marriage broken down because you thought your enemy was your spouse and the enemy was Satan? Let me tell you something. The devil hates children, marriages, peace, unity, happy homes, joy. Anything pertaining to godliness is on the enemy's hit list to destroy and remove from your life. Now I'm saying this as somebody who's experienced great emotional, financial, mental torment for many, 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 many years. And the only way I was able to get through these storms, oh my goodness, is through prayer. Of course I have people encouraging me. Of course I have people praying for me. But if you wake up in the middle of the night and you cannot sleep and you have nightmares or night terrors from some childhood trauma or some attack or some devastation or disappointment that you cannot shake off, who will you call on? The Lord himself will deliver you. And sometimes you can't prepare in advance. And let me tell you something. If you call on the Lord right now to deliver you, the word has told us that he will, what? Scatter them in seven ways. So I strongly urge you, maybe there's no spiritual warfare that you can observe now. But as long as you declare yourself as a Christian, there will always be an enemy prowling, seeking to destroy you. I don't mean to be morbid. All I'm asking you to do is to know who your enemy is, prepare in advance, (laughs) and pray out loud. Now, you can't do any of those things without the word of God. So my final point is, read the word. Read the word. Listen to the word. Sing the word. Play the word as you sleep. Listen to worship music. Turn your home upside down, listening to scriptures. Now, I've only given you five. But there are so many verses. The Bible is peppered with verses on spiritual warfare. And I hope that with these four tips, knowing your enemy, preparing in advance through repentance, pray and putting on the armour of God, praying out loud as you and I do when we meet, reading the word. These things will build you up, strengthen your faith 
and help you to take a step in the right direction. Now remember, I'm just a mouthpiece for God and I just want to share his splendor and majesty with you so that you can grow. I have not yet arrived because, my goodness, we have faced some battles in these past few years. But the Lord has not failed us and these things work. The word works, prayer works, repentance works, forgiveness works, praying out loud works. I know who my enemy is, but I'm not afraid. Not anymore. So my encouragement to you girls is to take hold of the word and declare it as you have been ordained and predestined to declare the word of the Lord. And God will not fail you. Let's pray. Father, I'm humbled by the mercy you've shown me to set me free that I may in turn set women free. You have delivered me from all manner of assault and torment in my life so far. And I want to thank you. But I ask you for grace to continue, grace to succeed, and extended grace to the women listening that they would also succeed in spiritual warfare. Now, there are so many other things to talk about. But I believe, Father, that as you shared this simple wisdom with me, that as we begin to use those things, these women shall indeed prosper. Help us, Father, not to give into the law of sin, not to give into our fleshly and ungodly desires, but to put on the whole armor of God, to be aware of this prowling enemy, to be sober, well-balanced, self-disciplined, alert and cautious at all times, that we would continue to live in the victory that you obtained at the cross. My God and my friend, if I knew all those years ago what I know now, there's so many things I could have avoided, but for your glory, it's been revealed to me today that many can be healed. Thank you, Father. I love you. I love you. I love you. Bless your women indeed, today and always, in Jesus' name. Amen. That's all, ladies. Have a fantastic day. Go and tell somebody what the Lord did for you today. Bye-bye.